3: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Mallor here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge tread confidently in winner's worst with a set of new tires from tire rack they sell only the best like the full lineup of kumo tires go to tire slash sports tell them what you drive your tires will ship fast and free to you with one of over ten thousand recommended installers tire rack.com. the way tire buying should be Hello and welcome, it's our number two, our number two of the podcast, and this is a hybrid monologue, it's a college football slash NFL monologue, Mac Jones, will he stay at Alabama for his senior year, or will he head back to the NFL for pro football, you make the call for Mac Jones, the star quarterback for Bama this national championship season. We'll give him some unsolicited advice, which is the best kind of advice. This hour, we'll do it right now. Here we go. Watch out for the snowflakes, but not those kind of snowflakes. Welcome in. It's another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we babble coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful Microphones of Fox Sports Radio emanating live from inside the magic radio box. Hope all is well with you. We are back at it again here this hour, and our lead comes from the meteorological department of Fox Sports Radio with the divisional round of the playoffs on tap this weekend. By the end of the weekend, we will know who is going to play on championship weekend. In pro football. But much has been made about the forecast of snow. Can you imagine snow in Buffalo? Specifically, how is that snow going to impact Lamar Jackson? Now, if you haven't been following the story, maybe you missed it. Lamar is from South Florida. It doesn't snow in South Florida. And even though Lamar went to a place where occasionally it does snow in Louisville, he has never played a snow game, ever. Now there is a forty percent chance of snow with accumulation as much of an as an inch. Which I, for Buffalo, that's nothing, right? That's nothing in Buffalo with that lake effect snow and all that. That Saturday night, the overcat, overcast conditions on Sunday afternoon, temperatures in the twenties. There's about a twenty percent chance right now of snow during the game on Sunday, although keep in mind, if you follow the weather, you realize that this typically changes quite a bit between the early part or even the middle part of the week. As you get closer, the forecast gets more accurate. So there's a lot of time for that to change before the weekend is what I'm trying to say. But for the purposes of this Mallor monologue, let's assume the position, right? Let's assume the position that the Sunday game will be Lamar's first running around in white powder. Now does it count as a snow game if it snowed Saturday night and there's snow in the stadium but it's not to me that doesn't count. It's got to snow during the game. Like if it snowed the night before and there's piles of snow in the end zone that's great and everything but it's it's not a it's not exactly. It's not the same thing. Now, so we're going to we're going to look at this like it is going to snow. And I hopefully it does. Lamar was asked about all this and said he hopes it doesn't snow. Now, several prominent members of the establishment football media are propping this up as a really big deal, as a really big deal that Lamar Jackson is going to have to play in a snow game. Oh, my God, the Ravens. Sky is falling for the Ravens. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so the question, should Lamar Jackson be concerned if the Ravens have to play in the snow this weekend? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm going thumbs down. All right, I'm going thumbs down. Nothing to worry about here. This is weak sauce is what it is. I've got batting practice, upper hand, and Monopoly, and we will lock all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Even though his experience is limited to apparently a snowball fight when he was in college at Louisville, this is a golden opportunity. I, and I am selling this storyline as packaged dreck is what I'm selling it as. Lamar Jackson ought to hope, pray that there's snow. Yeah, not just hope, pray that, that there's snow. Root for that to happen uh, and make it a winter wonderland. It often is in that part of the country, uh, upstate New York, this time of the year. Now, why is that? It actually plays into the strengths of Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. We're talking about a batting practice fastball right over the middle part of the plate. I right? Just crank, crank the bat back and swing batter and hit it out of the park. And what are Lamar Jackson's strong points? Their mobility, their elusiveness when running the football, that's how the Ravens typically matriculate the ball down the field. Lamar's weakness is in the passing game. He doesn't have pinpoint accuracy. Even in the win over the Titans, he was not a lightning uh, passer. And you know, the scoreboard, he wasn't putting a bunch of touchdowns on the board and all that with his arm. Lamar is as lethal as an, a giant anaconda. He's a big anaconda uh, with his acceleration in the open field. And I don't believe that's going to be an issue. I know he's oh, if it's snowing, oh, my God. But fast is as fast done, and it does. Even though Lamar Jackson, let's say that he is a little slower, but everyone else will also be a little slower. It's a level playing field as far as that's concerned. Number two, the idea, the concept that Lamar Jackson is in some kind of peril because he's a South Florida kid and snow is foreign to him, this is, Line of thinking is patently absurd. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. In my lifetime, the three greatest cold weather quarterbacks are all from relatively warm weather places. Brett Favre very rarely had a bad game in snow at Lambeau Field, he was raised in Mississippi. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are both from Northern California. They didn't seem to have a problem. The Ravens, as a team, are designed for the inclement weather. Ground and pound the running game, mix with a remedial passing game, and typically in the snow, that's all you can run is a remedial passing game. Now, the defense is not as good as it has been in Baltimore in years past, but they certainly played pretty well against the Tennessee Titans over the wild card weekend. I fully expect Lamar Jackson to be dashing through the snow And because – I hope it snows because it's more fun to watch games. I'm not there, so I don't care. Uh, Playing in the wintry mix will actually not only give him an advantage, but also Josh Allen. Josh Allen runs the ball quite a bit also. So Lamar and Josh Allen will both have the upper hand, if you will, in that regard. In particular, this is one of the things that when when people make a big deal about playing in bad weather and cold weather and all that, offensive players have a clear and obvious advantage – in bad weather situations. Why is that? I'll tell you. Because they know where they are going, right? You call a play in the huddle and you're like, all right, you're the receiver. You got to run a certain route. You know where you have to get to for the quarterback to get you the ball. Whereas the defensive player has to react, right? It's one basic football 101. You play football on pop warning. You know what I'm talking about. A high school, whatever. Uh, you have to react quickly with less than ideal footing conditions underneath you. So, and, and the other thing is, uh, not that I've been to many cold weather NFL games, but I, I know a little bit of the, the tricks of the trade here. That all the players and all the all the people that are on the field will have hundreds of hot pockets. But I'm not talking about the the food dish. You know those things that you put oxygen on them; they get all hot, and so so you'll be sitting on heated benches with hot air blowers all over the the bench area, and in the modern era, because football is a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business, these cold-weather stadiums have actually created heating coils. Uh, they put heating coils underneath the, the field. They have heating systems, hedonic heating systems underneath the field. So it's not exactly roughing. In fact, if you actually go to an NFL game as a fan, our, our guy Mark the Walker in Rochester He told me that he's going to go to the Bills game this weekend. He's a big Bills fan, and it's going to be harder for him than it will be for the Buffalo players when it's in the 20s there because you really have to prepare yourself. The team takes care of everything as much as they can in these cold-weather games. All right, final point. Should the Ravens take it on the chin this weekend in Buffalo, Lamar Jackson has nothing to worry about. I'm going to tell you why. Because if it snows, the key thing here is if it snows and the weather's really nasty, he has the Monopoly card getting out of jail free. He's got the get out of jail free card because you know and I know that uh, the media rah-rah crowd will activate the escape hatch. And Chris Carter taught us that you have to have a fall guy. got to have a fall guy. And when football pundits look back at the Ravens game, if the weather is really nasty, and they play the blame game, they'll inevitably use the bad weather as an alibi. Uh, Plus, Lamar jammed his thumb, so you have the double whammy. He's got an injured thumb, and it was bad weather. So it's the coulda, woulda, shoulda, mighta, if only X, Y, and Z had happened. And Lamar Jackson better get used to cold, snowy weather unless global warming kicks in. Last I checked, it does snow in Baltimore. right? In fact, they get 22 inches of snow per year, and on average in January, Baltimore gets around 8 inches of snow on a yearly basis, according to the weather trackers that are out there. So if the Ravens plan on making the playoffs on a regular basis, chances are... Once in a while, you're going to play a game at home in Baltimore if you're lucky enough to play a home game where it's going to snow. So deal with it. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, you can join the fun here at 877-99-ON-FOX. All right. Uh, let's hear. Steven writes in and says, "Let's be real. Who really says? Damn, I really wished it snowed. Nobody wants snow. No way, no how. I disagree, Stephen. I I always want to watch a game with snow. I, I you know, if you're a player, so, oh, I don't know. Some guys didn't mind the snow. I think Tom Brady in, in his heyday with the page. Apparently, he hates the Northeast now and doesn't like snow at all. But um, in his day, he seemed to relish the opportunity to play in cold weather. I always think it's fun because you can tell who the uh, I don't know what the right term I can use anymore is, but uh, who the softer players are that can't handle the cold weather. Certain guys embrace it. It's it's Darwinism. You have to adapt. You have to adapt to your environment. If you don't adapt, then that's it. You're done. You're done. See you there. You're, you're out of here. All right. Uh, Aussie Momentum says, coming from South Florida, Lamar Jackson may have actually played in snow games, but there's plenty of it around. There you go. That's actually, I think you're referring to a different kind of, uh, different kind of snow Aussie momentum. I believe that's, uh, yeah. I don't think they use that on the field. I don't think they do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mr. Canella writes in. He says, hey, Maller, didn't Lamar Jackson play in that rain-snow game against my guy Cam Newton and the New England Patriots on Sunday night? We all know how that ended for Lamar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was not like the weather was not great that night, but I as I recall, it was not a uh, traditional traditional uh, snow. I'm, I'm talking about where you can't even see the 50 yard line, that kind of thing. I'm talking about that that type of condition. So anyway, again, 87799 on Fox, we have not taken a bunch of phone calls. we will I promise we will make up for that. I see you guys on hold and I'm sure you're going to be so entertaining, so entertaining. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to be very happy. So there's a rumor that is percolating here overnight and I love when these things happen cuz we get to throw the news out there first. Apparently one of the teams that is is in the market for a coach has decided on who their next coach is going to be. There are multiple reports in the overnight that one NFL team has decided on their head coach and we will tell you who that team is and who the coach is at least according to the rumor mill. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Hey, this is Half Plank, and I love the Ben Maller Show.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the
1: iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming! Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
0: Hey Smaller here, you put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to tirerack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation.
5: We are always looking to proliferate the Maller militia. Help our grassroots movement. Add new listeners to the Ben Maller show. Support our noble efforts by posting comments about the Ben Maller show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. You have the power to influence others to join the cult of the Ben Maller show. Now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller,
0: Mark the Walker. He's going to be at that Bills game against the Ravens this weekend. He says, we will be plenty warm. You are issued a lifetime's worth of Carhartt work overalls, the day you're born in upstate New York. That's a nice gift when you're a newborn and you get a lifetime supply of overalls. Robert writes and he points out the List of quarterbacks who were from relatively warm-weather states who had success in cold weather. Bart Starr from Alabama. Terry Bradshaw from Louisiana. Fran Tarkenton from Georgia. He's going old school. Bobby Lane from Texas. And uh, Y.A. Tittle from Texas via LSU. So So you expanded that. You expanded that much further. Mitch in Minnesota writes in. He says, be nice to Lamar Jackson. Playing in the snow is tough. My eight-week-old puppy loves it. Oh, I love playing in the snow. I I, I went when I was on the, the vacation before I came back here. I was supposed to come back. and uh, went out to the snow, and I had a great time. Awesome. Because I don't live in it, so it's like I go I drive in there, put snow chains on, drive around, and then get the hell out of there when I'm done with it. When I had enough snow, i just leave. It's pretty good. Like it a lot. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, let's say hello. Who do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's go to Andy in Boston, who's up next on Fox Sports Radio, listening to us on the Sports Hub there in Boston. What's going on, Andy?
6: Hey, what's going on, Ben?
0: Um, I
6: just wanted to make a point. Uh, Somebody stole my thunder earlier about uh, Cam Newton, Um, you know, taking care of business versus uh Lamar Jackson and the uh in the weather, but uh I, don't, I think you're uh, underestimating um someone who relies uh, all on running, all on running, can't pass really accurately. I I don't think that he can win a big game in the elements. Like you said, Brady can pull that pull those out. He's used to it. But
0: I, I think you. I think you're underestimating uh, the power. Uh, the power. No, 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 listen, listen. The, the Ravens certainly have a, a good chance of losing that game against Buffalo, but it's not going to be because of the weather. I'm not. No, I'm not no, biting. no. I'm saying.
6: I'm. I'm saying it. it you made it sound like it, oh, it's not a big deal if Lamar plays in any sort of weather. I think.
0: No, I don't think I, – I, listen, you, you shouldn't go into it like, oh, I'm screwed. i got to play – if you're Lamar Jackson, you go in there, you're like, hey, i got to play in bad weather. Big deal. So does Josh Allen. He's got to play in bad weather, yeah, too. Yeah, so,
6: so does Josh Allen So do all the other players, too. But they don't rely completely on their speed and completely yeah. on
0: their speed. Well, you, you could argue also that it's going to be easier for Lamar Jackson to throw the ball because if it is a snow game, the guys – the receivers know where they're going. The defense doesn't quite know. They have to react – and so that'll actually conceivably help Lamar Jackson out.
6: I can see their point, but at the same time, I saw it this year and, uh, versus the Patriots. And I, I even hate, I'm a Patriots fan, and I hate Cam Newton, and I hate the team this year, but, but he couldn't even beat Cam Newton and the Patriots.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Who are the Patriots going to get at quarterback? They've got to get somebody. They can't, they can't bring Cam uh, back. It can't.
6: You know, if I if I did have a wish, it would be maybe, maybe Stafford for a couple of years. No, no, no. That's yeah. the
0: wrong answer. The right answer is Jimmy Garoppolo. You want Jimmy G to come back?
6: Oh, so we can get hurt. So we can get hurt again.
0: Yeah, but it'll be good for the nine games that he plays. You know. All right. I got. I to <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Thank you. I read a a rumor going around about, by the way, I'll pay off the tease on the NFL coach. I teased it. I got to pay that off. I will. But there's a also a rumor about Cam Newton. And this came out of Pro Football Focus, which is more of a nerd site than anything. They don't usually have a lot of rumors on there. But they they said that there's a, there's a decent shot that Cam Newton, when he's done with the Patriots, he'll sign a contract to be a backup quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. <laughs> you, you imagine Cam Newton, you know, he's, he thinks he's going to the Patriots. The, the, the Patriots still part of the dynasty. He was obviously there when they transitioned to a crap team. Uh, and then you end up on the Bengals behind Joe Burrow. But I guess the theory would be that Joe Burrow is not guaranteed to be able to start the season. And so, therefore, there's a possibility that Cam could actually be the starting quarterback, at least partially, and be an insurance policy for... For Joe Burrow. Anyway, so there are rumors out here in the overnight that the Jacksonville Jaguars have decided on their new coach. Did you see this, Eddie? Did you see who Jacksonville has apparently decided uh, to to hire as their coach? No, I have not. All right. Uh, the uh, rumor going around here in the overnight is that Urban Meyer has apparently decided he wants the job, they want him. Uh, Urban Meyer! Now, keep in mind, this is just a rumor. It's not happened yet, but I like a rumor. And when I ran a gossip website for years, I had a mantra that today's rumors are tomorrow's news. So just file that one away. Meyer hasn't signed the contract. He hasn't agreed to the job, but apparently he is close to taking said job. And that would be good for us because that will give that drop new life. And I I imagine a scenario with Jacksonville drafting Trevor Lawrence and having Urban Meyer that they suddenly become a hot team. Not that they're going to be a good team, mind you, but the kind of a team that will get a lot of attention on Monday night football. They'll get a Sunday night game, probably the first Sunday night game, just to showcase Trevor Lawrence. uh, And they'll get, Some some prime time opportunities, something that typically does not happen. And so it it appears that that is in the works. It's moving that direction. Which, hey, I'm looking for things to talk about. And usually Jacksonville is not. When I talk about Jacksonville, I get in trouble with the program director here. Because why are you talking about the
4: Jags? NUMO!
0: Yeah, well, that was that was. But Jalen Ramsey gave us some good content, and that one fluke year where Jacksonville got to the AFC title game and had the big lead against the Patriots at halftime, and and then pooped the bed in the second half, Um, and and really the the fourth quarter in particular. Yeah, that was not a uh, not a great situation. All right, let's go to the phones again. Uh, I'm a glutton for punishment, and uh, let's say hello to Phil in Lubbock, Texas. What's going on, Phil?
7: Hey, what's going on, brother? Um, So I was going to say I can guarantee you that right now there is not one grocer in Baltimore, Maryland, that wouldn't open up their freezer or their uh, refrigerator to Lamar. And also, I'm a big Texans fan. So who do you think is actually going to be the coach of the Houston Texans coming up?
0: Well, based on what I've been reading recently, if they they are now panicked that they have to pacify Deshaun Watson, then he he wants Eric Bieniemy. So, you would say Eric Bieniemy uh would, would be in that mix. But I don't know, none of these guys to me. I have looked at the list of coaches. None of Who? them really they, they don't really excite me any of them. Uh, so no. yeah, all I want mean, to
6: say is that
7: yes? Deshaun Watson needs to realize that he's no even though this is probably the worst, best quarterback for a franchise ever, he's not Matt Schaub yet.
0: Um, oh, no. He's know. definitely not. No, he's not. <laughs> Matt, or Carr, for that matter. Yeah, he's not. Oh, God. Da- David da- Carr. Derek
7: Carr. Derek no. Carr could have been great, but he couldn't stand up ever. We looked up uh, Derek Carr or no, no, David Carr. David uh, Carr.
0: You got the wrong sorry. car there. You're talking about yeah. the wrong car, you
7: know. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, we looked up David Carr's stats one time and that guy, um let's say Brett Favre had two hundred sacks in his career and uh yeah. David Carr had four hundred and something four hundred and fifty or so in his yeah. career and it was half as long.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> David David Carr, you're of course referring to the the great, I think it was the expansion year when he had 76 sacks, which is still the all-time record uh in the, yes, in the NFL. So yeah, 70 76 sacks. Very impressive there. And David Carr was a quarterback. You can rip him for this, but he did not believe in throwing the ball away. Uh he did not believe in having an internal clock. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, throw before you get sacked. He didn't believe in any of that. Uh did not. He just said, hey, if I get sacked, I get sacked. What you going to do? Who the hell cares?
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: Now, Ben, I know you teased some coaching news. I've got some coaching news for you. Oh, Here. good. Okay. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks fired their offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer, citing philosophical differences. Uh, Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano has decided to retire. Oh,
0: man. uh, Let me tell you something. Chuck Pagano, dial a quote, Chuck Pagano. This guy, remember when he was coaching the the Colts? Sure. We had several quotes from Chuck Pagano that we used to use as drops. And uh, remember, he, one of the quarterbacks, I forget who it was for the Colts, he, he was sick and he played in the game. And Pagano came out after the game and said he was literally on his deathbed, he said. Uh, and also, the, remember, it, the one, I think we still have this as a drop in the system, it's not trigonometry. It was a Chuck Pagano j- uh, drop as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you for those drops, Chuck. You were a marginal coach, but you gave us a couple of good sound bites.
5: Now, my favorite assistant coach uh, news came from Roberto's Raiders, where they have hired uh, ex-Charger defensive coordinator Gus Bradley as their new defensive coordinator. Now, their Twitter account... Who goofed? I've got to know put it. ...put out a picture of a guy in a uh, Raiders hat and a, yeah. a, a black uh, kind of shirt. He's got a headset on, and it said, Defensive coordinator Gus Bradley, welcome to the Raiders. Problem is... It wasn't a picture of Gus Bradley. It was a picture of Ken Wizenhunt. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Eddie, if all those white guys look the same, same? (laughs) is that (laughs) what you're
0: going to say? Well, I I was just going to say, if you put Gus Bradley and Ken Wisenhunt in a police lineup, I wouldn't be able to pick out either one of them. So uh, that said, if I ran the Twitter account for the NFL team, I might want to maybe double check that just to make sure I got it right. I'm just saying. Yeah. But who am I to speak? I mean,
5: you know, yeah.
0: All right. That's entertaining. Very, very nice. All right. Now, what is Uh, your coaching news that you tease? All right. Yes, my coaching news, Eddie, is very exciting. You know, I love the gossipy stuff. And an NFL coach popping up in the tabloid world again. We're talking about Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, who was spotted at dinner with his rumored 38-year-old model girlfriend. This is big news, Eddie. the Vikings, of course, did not make the playoffs. Uh, Mike Zimmer is, I believe, in his early 60s at this particular point, something along those lines. I'm not sure exactly how old Mike Zimmer is. I can look it up in a second. (laughs) Uh, We talked about this story during the NFL season, and uh, he's apparently been dating this 30. She's in her late 30s, I believe, um, like a model, Instagram model.
5: Hey, where are the white women
0: so, at? Is he using Viagra or what? What do you, what do you guys
5: think? <laughs> got to do what you got to do, Roberto. Hey,
0: get, He's uh, good for him. Why not? Your yeah. Life uh, life is short. Uh, you might as well uh, enjoy it. And uh, clearly he's made a lot of money, right? They had a nice romantic dinner together there and the photo popped up on the Just internet. Just hope he doesn't get a heart attack one day. <laughs>
5: yeah, what well. a way to go, though.
0: Go, go out, go out, do bang. Love. Huh? Go that's out, right. Yeah, That's right. There we go. There you go. As I pointed out the last time we talked about this story with Mike Zimmer, I'd love to know how they met. Like, I don't think Zimmer's on Instagram like slipping into the DMs, you know what I'm saying? I don't know he's doing that, so like, uh, like how, what's the connection? I'm sure there's a story. Everyone's it's football, got man, story. football. She's a big Viking fan, yeah, she loves the. Ra rah, go Vikings. There you go. All right. Uh, well, good luck to Mike Zimmer. It's nice and uh, – you think yeah, – who paid for that nice romantic dinner? I don't know. They have a bottle of wine there on the table there. I'm looking at the photo there. and
5: uh, He's paying nice. for everything, Ben. Probably so. Probably so. <laughs> what well, you going to
0: – you can't take the money with you, Eddie. You cannot take the money with true, you. True enough. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> as much as, much as uh, the, the – uh, those tombs in Egypt that have they put all the gold coins and all they most of them been raided you know over the years they were raided for the, for all that the pharaohs and all. Uh all right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Let's go to let's see who do we have. Jose is in uh, Socal in San Gabriel Valley in uh, Covina. What's going on Jose? Uh nothing much just working right now. Oh, how's work going? It's going good. I'm just driving. Yeah. Where are you driving to? Right now I'm in Orange, California. Oh, I thought you were in Orange, New Jersey. No, yeah.
6: no. I've no. never been there.
0: Yeah, there's nothing much. There's not much in, the, you know, a lot of diners in New Jersey. That's about it. Anyway, what's on your mind here, Jose? How can we help you?
6: Uh, I just want to uh, discuss a little bit about James Harden, um, about his post-interview he, uh, he did today, I think, um, after the game. He sounded pretty frustrated and um I just I don't know what the big deal is with him getting all emotional about leaving and saying all this that he loves Houston and yada this and that. Like he's not even from Houston. Like he's actually from LA, right? So I, yeah. I, I don't know why he can't just leave. Well he's like well, dragging you, it on. They,
0: they have these things like Contracts. I thank you. Yeah, they have these things called contracts, and you're not what you're not able just to like go anywhere you want. Because you signed a contract to make forty million dollars a year to play basketball. So just want to point that out. Uh, just Josh Wright says, Jacksonville may pull off the trifecta, Urban Meyer as head coach, Trevor Lawrence a quarterback. And the best part, they don't have to travel across the pond to play in Terry in England's backyard. Fair point. That's right. Those Jack- Jacksonville's move to London has been slowed down by the pandemic. Suddenly not, not doing it. There you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, Mark, the full name guy, he uh, writes in. He says, Ben Maller admits he loves, likes the gossipy stuff. Newsflash. <laughs> Somehow I knew that. I'm so happy that Mark, the full name guy, is back. I I have not gotten a lot of manifestos. He sends a lot of weird things out on Twitter. (laughs) Not a lot of email manifestos lately. Not a lot. Uh, VJ says, so nice of you from frigid L.A. wearing your Bermuda shorts. Wishing you were in the Northeast for your amusement. So while I'll be breaking my back, shoveling out my driveway, you can enjoy the playoff game while picking out the beach sand of your toes uh, is a, v- a VJ. Uh, yeah, well, listen, save, save up your money and get a snowblower. My brother, who lives in Appleton, Wisconsin, just got, he told me the other day that he just got a, a nice snowblower. So he's not going to have to worry about that anymore. And there's things you can do to make it a little easier for you. My goodness. Uh, no Help says, my, uh, my God, Ben. He says, uh, The tweets are really raining in now. Who would have guessed that a weather monologue would really be heating this place up? I, I've done this a while, and I know that the, there's a t- couple of things that you're talking about. The weather, everyone loves talking about the weather, and also the price of gas. Any time you mention the price of gas, because I, I, not so much anymore because of the pandemic, because the gas prices have gone down, but still, with uh, the gas taxes and all that, in normal times, when you mention the, uh, the situation with the gas, everyone likes to brag because their gas is cheaper. It's like, oh, no, I got cheaper gas. I got better gas than you. All right, we're going to have Mallard to the third degree. We'll get to that. Here is the Insta trivia. The Insta trivia. Alabama's Devontae Smith in that national championship game had an amazing performance, but he was great all year. A breakthrough remarkable season as a wideout. He finished with an SEC record, 23 receiving touchdowns, this season, averaging 15.9 yards per reception. Blank is the only D1 player in history to have more receiving touchdowns in a season in which they averaged 15 yards per catch. Again, Devontae Smith of Bama sets an SEC record. He had 23 receiving touchdowns. He averaged 15.9 yards per catch. Blank is the only player in D1 history to have more receiving touchdowns in a season in which they averaged 15 yards per catch. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer, next.
8: I know that I'm a great football player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. And I'll continue to be great.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results and tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers.
5: Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you can get caught up on the unique show moments that you might have missed. Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart and wherever you get your podcast. It's a piece of cake and upsets the corporate guys. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
0: Here's the Insta Trivia. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Discover. We treat you like you treat you, we have the third degree coming up. Here's the Insta Trivia. Alabama's Devontae Smith, he finished the season with an SEC record 23 receiving touchdowns and averaged 15.9 yards per catch. Blank is the only player in D1 history to have more receiving touchdowns in a season in which they averaged 15 yards per catch. That is the question, and what is the answer? And the answer is coming in, as you might imagine. A copious amount of answers. Robin Vegas is going with hardcore legend Terry Funk as his answer. Mr. Nice Guy is going with radio personality Dave Smith as his selection from the Ben and Dave show back in the back in the day. Pauly D got it right. Maddie in the Natty is going with Michael Crabtree, or from the Natty, excuse me. Frosty the Snowman uh, from the Raider Freak. Uh, Who else do we have? James in Missouri is going with Buford T. Justice. That's his answer. Just Josh got it right. He was cheating. Fred G. Sanford from Milkman Mike. uh, Who else do we have? Page down here. Alf the Alien O'Pinus checking in with Baba Bowie. Brutus the Barber Beefcake from Chip in the Q's. Michael Crabtree tossed out by Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Rahib Rocket Ismail. From Hobby Bobby, Billy White Shoes Johnson. From our guy, the old geezer, Chris and Des Moines. He just celebrated his 40th birthday a few days ago. Happy birthday. We don't do shout-outs, though. Uh, Jordan Matthews from Manic Mike. That's his answer. Do you have an
5: answer, Eddie? Please. I do. Those are all tremendous answers. But the correct answer, of course, is former Oklahoma State University standout wide receiver Hartley Dykes. Hart-
0: well, there's a good name, Eddie. That's I haven't thought of him in a long time. Incorrect. The correct answer from Marshall University, 1997. Randy Moss is the answer. Whee!
4: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Fire this is when Big Ben gets grilled.
9: Loop! So, Ben, during yesterday's show, you talked about how everybody is all, you know, gung-ho about Alabama and how great their offense was, best ever, yada, yada. Well, Steve yeah. Sarkeesian was behind the offense for Alabama, but he's going to be the head coach of Texas now. Uh, his previous head coaching stints didn't go too well. Is this the one? <laughs> is this the one where it finally works out?
0: Well, it depends what part of Austin he lives in, because I, I, I've heard there's some great bars in Austin. No, no. In all seriousness, this has a 1% chance of working out, a 99% chance of being a disaster. Like, Sarkeesian has been living off his time as an offensive coordinator for Pete Carroll all these years, right? All these years, because he was there for a couple years in the early 2000s when they had these great offensive teams. The the problem is he hasn't been able to do anything on his own. When he was in Washington, they went like seven and six pretty much every year, and then at SC, I don't think he's had a full season where they lost less than four games. Well, spoiler alert: if you lose four games in a season in big time college football, you've done a bad job. He's going to have all the resources he could possibly want at Texas, but no, it's
9: not going to work. Next. So another notable quote from that Jeffrey Lurie interview that you talked about uh, on Monday, he said that he would recommend Doug Peterson to anyone and believes that he could get another job later this week. Ben, is Peterson a head coach by the end of the week? Where at?
0: Well, I I think there's actually a pretty good chance this happens. I'm going to go 65% chance. Doug Peterson is in the good old boys network of the NFL. He's been in pro football for 29 years as a player and a coach, which means he knows a bunch of executives. He's got kinship with a bunch of people. And the most obvious would be the Jets because they, they need a veteran coach who knows exactly what he's doing. And Peterson could claim that he he's won. His name has been percolating for the uh, last couple of days. The selling point is obviously the Super Bowl, but the further we get away from that, that looks like the Philly fluke rather than the Philly special. The birds are three games under five hundred since they won the Super Bowl. But I'm going to say the Jets. Quickly, next.
9: Ben, we know you have a bet with Rob Parker about the Wizards making the playoffs. Uh, We're now hearing that Scott Brooks is firmly on the hot seat. you you think getting rid of him sooner than later is a step in the right direction?
0: No. Listen, coaches don't matter. Scott Brooks is not the problem. He's been a good coach. He didn't become the village idiot overnight. The problem is these guys are not interested in playing any defense. They're not. And fire the coach is not going to change anything. It's not. I mean, I know you're supposed to do that. That's in the handbook. Uh, but the Wizards' problems are they've had a couple of injuries, and the guys that have played haven't played hard. How do we do, Coop? You pass. There it is, another win. <laughs>
3: Whee! Follow the
1: global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events.